0: Hey everybody, welcome to I'm Not Crying, You're Crying, the show about anything and everything because it's our show. And I'm here with Jay. Hi guys. Juan Intelligence. <laughs> Juan, are you there? Juan is here, yes. Juan, Juan Intelligence is not here? I guess Juan Intelligence has left the building. <laughs> but I think we knew that already. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and this, <laughs> and this <laughs> is our theme music. <laughs>
1: Is it? <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, everybody. Welcome back to I'm not crying, you're crying, season six, episode ten, the finale. We're we're here at the finale,
1: everybody. You guys, aren't you guys excited about that? I am actually excited. I didn't think we were going to make it this far, dude.
0: Uh, you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. This this episode means that, uh, including this episode, hold on, let, let me check the numbers here. And you guys know I'm horrible at math, but this, I, I know that- Are this,
2: you also including the episodes that we don't consider episodes?
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, every every episode we've ever produced of this show, whether it be a review or a
2: full-blown episode- Produce is such a overstretched-
1: <laughs> What What do you mean- how, how does it get done if we don't produce it? Yeah, <laughs> I mean,
0: every consider with this episode included, we will we will have made eighty two episodes of this show after this season. Shut yeah. the
1: front door, Yet, dude. <laughs> we will
0: have produced. One eighty-two 82 episodes. You know what that means, right?
1: We're getting close to 100. Yeah, man, you're,
0: you are. If I'm doing, and please tell me if uh, you tell me if if I'm uh, doing the math wrong here, but I think that means that you're 18 episodes away from
2: eating a dick. Is that, is that what it is? I would like you to prove that that was ever said. I mean, I, I can. Yeah, <laughs> I think. You know, every time you want to put me on blast like that, you say that, and you never insert the audio. So That's not true. i pretty sure I insert the audio every time but uh,
0: well,
1: cause you have to scroll through a lot of like fuck you's from Juan and death threats from Juan and like him getting upset and <laughs> we should just do a mon- upset. We should just do a montage of that. <laughs> we, <laughs> just, we have,
2: it was in like episode three, <laughs> No, yeah. season three.
1: Yeah. Um, uh, a montage of death threats from Juan, <laughs> a oh montage my. of, uh, of Sean making fun of uh, Juan's mom.
0: It's <laughs> <That's> also true. <laughs> I do, I do do that quite often. And then you remind me that she is no longer with us. And then I, you know, I apologize and I should feel horrible, but I don't. It is a gift. It's a gift to be this uh, uncaring about other people's emotions.
1: I would say you're a genius at it.
0: (laughs) Well, (laughs) you you know, you
1: say a psychopath, but hey,
2: what
0: do I know? To each, to each their own, to each their own.
2: You.
1: You know, you know why Juan doesn't feel like the show is produced? It's because he doesn't do much to contribute to the show, you know? Like, he doesn't read the show notes. He doesn't watch the movies really, that supposed did you, to did you, did you read the show notes today, Jay? I read the show notes every week, Oh No, dude. no,
2: you don't. You don't. I remember episodes where you're like, I'm going to be honest, I didn't read them. And then oh, Sean be- would make a, a quip of, oh, uh, one day somebody's going to read them. So fuck you that you read them every day. Screw Juan, you. Juan,
1: Juan, Juan, Juan. Prove it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Juan, Pro- you... <laughs> You said, I want to say it was the
0: last episode, that if we started another podcast or we started another podcast, you would need to bring me along so I could write show notes that you wouldn't read and so that I could edit the show. Yes. So are you saying that Jay is telling the truth or that you're a liar?
2: No, I've never said I read the show notes or watched the movies.
0: Yeah. So what you're saying is that we could produce this. uh
2: Oh, cool. Screw yourself. (laughs) Just start the fucking topics or- oh
0: sweet jesus well one you did this to yourself you did this to yourself but as 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 usual folks you can find us on facebook instagram twitter uh tiktok you know and and anywhere you can get your podcast please like and uh, share with your friends because that's how we grow and uh take time to write a review of the podcast that that's another way especially on the apple like algorithm thing that is a that is how LG we rhythm algae rhythm sorry juan uh, that's, that is how we reach people that have never heard of us before. Um, but today I wanted to talk to you guys about it. I found a, a couple of different news stories. Usually I have like some topics to talk about. and I have one, but I think all these news articles kind of dovetailed into one, uh, mega topic like a Voltron. Um, but the first one has nothing to do with anything else. Uh, and the first two really, but, uh, it's your favorite person, Juan, the former president of the United States, Donald Trump. Are we going to talk about how he's a chicken shit
2: and pled the fifth?
0: Well, I, well, the thing is, Juan, so so I, I, I'm, I'm hoping you have a little more insight here, because for those who don't know, um, for those who don't know, uh, one of Trump's places uh, called uh, mar lago Am I saying Mar-a-Lago. that right? mar lago mar lago uh, was raided. Um, because if I'm understanding correctly, he was accused of taking uh, classified.
2: No, 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 no. Not accused. It, it was proven. <laughs> okay. It was proven. <laughs> so. They, um, the, the, this, they raided the house and they took out boxes and boxes okay. of documents that okay, okay, according Juan, to him were you, declassified. But the, you, that's you, can
0: you do me a favor, Juan? Can you just, uh, can you start start from the beginning? So. So this all starts after Trump loses, like is, is voted out of, out of the presidency. seat?
2: Well, no, I don't know when it began, but yeah, when, when he left the White House, he, he allegedly left with documents that, um, that
1: were part of the presidential office. Um, well, I mean, I think he thought that was like, you know, like the stapler. <laughs> no, well, I could
2: he, hey, I, I, I just keep these? <laughs> he allegedly said that he took, souvenirs like personal letters uh, from uh Kim uh, Kim Jong. Kim, help help me out here Kimiko I I don't know who you're talking Kim about Kim John nah. Kim Possible? Yes, yes, Ron Stoppable. Uh Kim but, Kardashian
0: uh, and Pete Davidson.
2: Kokomo <laughs> Um anyways, he took uh uh documents. Uh the most recent th- stuff is uh they're stating that or he was stating that they were de- declassified and he was allowed to take them. Now, the 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 thing that you guys may not know is every document, and I, I could be mistaken again, that the president writes or signs or holds is held as uh, official documentation. From the speeches that they write and give afterwards, they don't just get like discarded and thrown away. They get filed uh for uh for historical purposes um but he took boxes and boxes of documentations which were classified and didn't really belong to him and now the wait wait
1: they they had his name on it though
2: yeah he, he produced them history books now say uh okay, now say donald trump uh as one of the u.s presidents that does that mean he could take them because it has his name on it
0: well, I mean, the the way you tell it, they get to take a souvenir like a stapler.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah. So, I don't think that's how it works, man.
1: Uh, so I mean, he he just took something a little more important than a swing line. <laughs>
0: yeah. So so let me ask you, Juan. Now, d- does this mean that? Okay, so so a let me ask. Can can the president take things after after their presidency? Like, let's say that the that these documents he took were like recipes to like I don't know the fucking big mac that they gave the president for just for it for, for him is that something that he could take out of the white house like
2: i i honestly don't know i, so, I don't know
0: and so like yeah, i mean
2: i think <laughs> if it's like personal personal gifts i, I think they he can but he took fucking presidential documentation and do you do you think that
0: he, do you think that he gifted himself those those briefings so that he could say that it was a gift from the president
2: you know I've heard him say dumber things. Yes. <laughs> I,
1: I think he has friends that still don't believe he was the president. So he just wanted to take it to prove that he was <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> president at one time. He's, he's like that one guy. He's like, one.
0: they just let me take all this stuff. Look, look at these boxes. Now, no one. Um, yeah. Now, and please, uh, you have to help me here. Now, what is the big deal about, about these, about these papers? Like, why, like, why, why should we care that? He took these boxes because like you said, he could, this could just be stuff he he wrote down. Like he could, he he could have wrote down like for breakfast, I'm having McNuggets and for lunch, I'm having a Big Mac with all this Diet Coke.
1: Well, things he should have tweeted. He just <laughs> wrote it down. <laughs> yeah.
0: He's like, I can't tweet because uh, they're, they're oppressing me and they, they will never understand my genius. But now he put, now they're just full of these boxes.
2: The, the fact is, um, I wonder how classified some of these documents are because he was known for just. Opening his mouth and letting shit slip out that shouldn't have been said and then trying to backtrack that he never said it. But uh, I don't know what's in all the documents. I don't know what um, what would happen if they got in the wrong or right hand, right hands of people. But the thing that I find the funniest and the most ironic is during his campaign trail, he talked about uh, Hillary Hillary or who who he called Crooked Hillary just disappearing or deleting tons of emails that shouldn't have been deleted because there were governmental emails. So he's not deleting emails, but he's taking fucking documents. And then he also criticized all the people that were part of that investigation for pleading the fifth. And he's like, if you have nothing to hide, why are you pleading the fifth? And now it's his turn. He did similar shit and Surprise, surprise. He led the fifth.
0: Yeah. And, um, you know, I, I, my wife, uh, who is, I think, addicted to TikTok now, but, but she's uh, she sent me a stream of videos about essentially how, you know, and, you know, President, former President Trump could be very hyperbolic in, in a lot of his statements, you know, and uh, specific in regard to what you just said, Juan, is like, you know, only like if you got nothing to hide, you know, you shouldn't plead the fifth. But he was saying, making statements like only like criminals and gangsters, like complete yeah, the yep. fifth and, you know, the bad
2: hombres, man.
0: Yeah. So, so like, m- again, my, my question is like, why, like, what's so important about these doc? Like, what do these documents prove or disprove about, about him that he would want to take them and that the government would want them back so bad? Like if they are a box of his empty thoughts that he didn't get to put on Twitter, why, why would the government want them back?
2: No, the biggest question is, if these were so important, how the fuck did he get them out?
0: Well, it sounds like he just walked out. He get to them to himself.
2: Yeah. He, he, well, remember um, uh, on his final days of uh, presidency, that people had like uh, candid photos of the movers walking out with like statues or bust of uh, former presidents and shit like that. So they're like, uh,
1: that that was called the insurrection.
0: <laughs>
2: is that is that what that was
1: <laughs> yeah that that wasn't moving day that was oh. called the insurrection uh, yeah. i was wondering why one of the movers
2: had like a buffalo head head pair uh, head uh headdress
1: well they were um considered domestic terrorists not uh, hefty movers not hefty movers that he got outside of the uh the u-haul or the home
2: depot yeah yeah
0: Well, I mean, I I mean, I just like I do do these documents prove like any any sort of collusion with uh, with like Russia or is it just like a a thing where it's just like, bro, you can't take this shit. Like what's wrong with you?
2: Maybe a little bit of column A, maybe a little bit of column B. To be honest, I I haven't really paid 100 percent attention because I'm done. His presidency is done. Like, I don't want to deal with his shit. I just want to hope that. Biden doesn't die in the well. Even if he dies, maybe it'll go better because Kamala Kamala would be up to to bat. But Biden hasn't given me the warm and fuzzies, and the fact is, is he was the lesser of two evils. And well, one of the videos I've seen of him is like, damn.
0: Well, I mean, I, I mean, not to go too far off, but I, I feel like, I mean, between the two presidents, I think I can align a little bit more with one president's views versus the other. The the other piece of the equation yeah. is, is that if. If, this, uh, if these documents do prove that he was doing something a lot more nefarious than just, you know, than just being a complete dipshit, I mean, you know, then, like, I'm curious what it is. Because, like, A, they let him walk out with it. And, B, someone goes, hey, we're missing a bunch of shit. Uh, who might have it? And, you know, I wonder if, like, uh, if it's, like, that one guy who was like, well, he said he would bring him right back, you know? and the. Uh,
2: the thing is, he, he wasn't a genius. So how the fuck did he walk out with him? Did, was he like, just just put like paperweights in them, and they walked out with boxes thinking they had the documents while Trump actually walked out with the actual boxes. And now that they're organizing everything, they're opening up and they realize, oh shit, there's a bunch of Big Mac wrappers in here weighing the shit down there. There's no documents. What happened to the documents? Or how did he actually walk out with them? Like, did nobody really, like, inspect
1: the shit that he was taking? Well, it's just... I don't know. It just makes me think that those documents aren't important, you know? Because, it, you know, if they—if it was, like, cons- conspiracy stuff, you know how um, Donald Trump would defend all of that shit? He would go, well, I said it anyway. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's <laughs> I said it, true.
1: It's I, like, I well, said it out loud anyway. What? Yeah, that's true. It's <laughs> like, <laughs> what are you going to do about it? What are you going to do If these
2: documents about it? aren't that important, why plead the f- a fifth? Well,
1: well, I don't know, because... I, I think that's what his lawyers are telling him to oh, say. Oh,
2: fuck. Since when has he listened to people? How many times have they told them, hey, don't say this shit? Like, even before this, the insurrection fucking hearings, he was, like, hung up to dry, man. Like, they were telling him to, like, denounce the fucking insurrection. And he kept on refusing. And he kept on refusing to say, say it and call it certain things. He doesn't listen to people. What? If his lawyers said, "Hey, in fact, um, the way he said he said uh, the whole plea the fifth, he did try to blame it on his lawyers that the fact that it was his lawyers that advised him to do that. That way, if any of his true um, followers, fans, what whatever the fuck you want to call people, um, are like, whoa." His lawyers are forcing him to do it. Now we need to start the uh uh stop silencing Donald Trump
1: movement. I mean,
2: can can he run in twenty twenty four? I believe so, yes. Unless he, he goes to prison for any of the, the crimes. Well, that-
1: maybe that's that's his game plan. You know, like if he's if he's planning to run in twenty twenty four, I, I think he's smart enough to Watch the things that he says right now, you yep. know,
2: but would he run as a Republican again or would he go independent? Because do you think the Republican Party would back him? I I, I feel like if I mean, and
0: I, and I I know nothing about politics, so I'm probably the least qualified person to talk about it. But I feel like even if he ran it, it didn't matter what he runs as because people still remember. Right. So like he has his dedicated followers who will follow him no matter what party that he he plays for, because his agenda will still be the same. Oh well, no, that's
2: very true. Absolutely. I think that that's the, the biggest case. But the United States has always had a a long history of being a two party system. Um, maybe if he I know his beliefs aren't part of the Libertarian Party, but maybe if he did run as an independent, he would. um Finally, break that system but if not break the system it would damage it uh and i don't know i don't know man <laughs> this is wh- this is where we should invite peter as one of our our guests man he he, he actually has some some of the knowledge uh, of this
0: he has the peter intelligence you would say
2: yeah and that does zip. He has, he, he's he's
0: piz. He's Piz. <laughs> Peter intelligence. <laughs> oh, we can
1: we can have a new uh political segment, Piz yeah. and Jizz.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Jay, that's genius. Jay, that is genius. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um mo- uh but but moving away, moving away. I, I
1: have another thing and I don't know how Wait, much you before guys before
2: can- we move away, isn't he also in trouble uh in New York
1: as well? I don't know. Uh did you read the article? I because I, I don't know much about politics either.
0: Yeah, I I mean I I got for me Juan I got um, the the crash course of it uh, through through TikTok from my wife and it's, <laughs> as a, literally a lot of people are just going this idiot stole things from the from the White House that proved that he was doing something and now the White House wants it back and he's like I don't have it and then it turns out. That motherfucker had it.
1: Yeah. I feel like it's like OJ stealing his jersey again. You know, uh, like
0: yeah, I do
2: remember that. Breaking into Vegas, right?
1: uh, what, what was the palace station in, in Las Vegas? Yeah. Yeah.
2: That was fun. Um, that's 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 what put him in prison. <laughs> yep. Not the murder, <laughs> yeah. uh, allegedly, uh, but the, uh, the fact that he stole it. his own memorabilia back. Well, he, he had to teach people to show him some respect, man. Um, He's a juice
0: uh i mean now can i move on juan or, or yeah, did you, yeah 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 do you want to are you sure yeah okay good uh moving on and i don't know how much you guys care about it but i i know that i found it very surprising when when i when i read it which is that uh the game and you guys know who the game is the game and eminem are are well the game dissed eminem and his new album drillmatic um do you guys know who the game is
1: He's a rapper, right? I don't know who that is, but I did listen to that song. <laughs> well,
0: I, yeah, it's it's a ten it's a ten minute diss track um, against I Eminem. Don't,
1: I don't know if I'd call it a diss track, really, because it, it was uh, there was a lot of homages to a lot of his, uh, Eminem's old work, you know. So
0: yeah, I mean, well, okay. So uh, to give a little history for those who aren't familiar, the game is a is a West Coast rapper who made his fame in the early two thousands, around the same time that Fifty Cent did. Um, he, 50 Cent had founded G-Unit. G-Unit was looking for a way to sway the West Coast crowd in their direction. And Dr. Dre had a young, up-and-coming West Coast rapper uh, that wasn't Kendrick Lamar at the time, although he did have Kendrick Lamar and, on, on the shelf somewhere back there. But... uh but the game kind of fit the aesthetic that they were going with uh, with G Unit, and so the game becomes the, the the prodigy of Dr. Dre, which which means that he's in the same camp that Eminem exists in, the same camp that uh, that uh, uh, Snoop Dogg is in, the same camp of uh, 50 Cent, Lloyd Banks, and and all of those fun folks. So if you're not familiar, you know whatever um so that fast unit. yeah yeah exactly yeah he's part of that whole type so you know it, it, that whole thing spun the clothing line it had shoes it, it had a whole thing that all kind of fizzled out and it's it's really it's all uh the game's fault so um when the when the game's first album came out called the documentary um it 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 went i don't know like double platinum something like that and this guy had become, he had become, like, the biggest dick. Like, he was just like, I'm the greatest rapper in the world. Fuck all these motherfuckers. And these, you know, like, the only reason he was even anyone is because 50 Cent had brought him on and was like, yeah, man, here, I'll, I'll help you, you know, fucking like, be good at this. And so, um, it, it, so anyway, and he has a falling out with G-Unit. And uh, he starts his own, like, side thing. And he, start, he starts saying, G-U-Not. And he, does this, he has this diss track called 300 Bars. It's a whole thing um, where he disses all of G-Unit and all of Shady Aftermath Records and blah, blah, blah. So then um, after that, he goes silent. He's dormant. He's on some things here and there. He has another album that comes out. Doesn't do as well. And he is basically radio silent for like the next 15 years until like recently. Um, a couple years ago, uh, during that whole time, he had taken some time. He had dissed Jay-Z, who was like... He was Jay-Z at the time. And again, this is more like rap music history. But he had just released a black album, which was, was supposed to be his black, his last album. And that was like, you know, that was basically rap gold. And no one could touch that. But the game thought he was such hot shit that he could talk shit about Jay-Z. Meanwhile, 50 Cent is like apologizing on, on his behalf to make sure that he keeps he keeps getting plays, like in in, uh, in states around the world. Or, or states within the U.S. So anyway, Radio Silence Sean, again.
1: Sean, you, you do realize we have just lost all our white listeners.
0: <laughs> hey, Well, hey, listen, man, I try. <laughs> I try. He's like, uh, I'll, I'll come back when they start talking about Eminem again. <laughs> um, so, you know, the, the, he goes Radio Silent again. Now, he's releasing this album called Drillmatic, which is his last, first album like 10 years, 15 years. And he's been on various like mixtapes and stuff but he releases this song called The Black Slim Shady. It is a 10 minute supposed diss track to Eminem.
1: I uh, I listen to it. I it it doesn't seem like he's dissing him, you know? It it's just I mean to to have himself, pro- he proclaims himself as the black slim sh- slim shady, which is it's a nice te- you know it's a nice sentiment to like.
0: Yeah, he he does he 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 does, and I well he he makes a lot of claims in there. the The one claim is that you know uh, he's claiming that Eminem is culturally appropriating uh, you know the b- black culture, which is why he's so big and. The only reason he's so big is because he keeps a lot of black people around him, and um, he he. And I I don't know how how deep you go into the the Eminem lore or music, uh, Jay. Oh, but uh, well, there, there's a song called uh, "Criminal" uh, where he he blanks out the word the the N word, and so in in this song. Uh, uh, the black Slim Shady. He also blanks out a word, the N-word, because it rhymes with some other things, and he changes it to black skin. And so, I mean, he he is, yes, in many ways paying homage to Eminem. He's mimicking a lot of his flows, a lot of his early early work, a lot of his rhyme schemes, a, a lot of stuff that would just go. I think you just really kind of admire this person in a way that, I mean, you know, imitation is the most sincerest form of flattery.
2: It sounds more like a better diss track than Machine Gun Kelly. Because Machine Gun Kelly dissed Eminem, but at the same time, like, complimented him to the point where that when M retaliated against Machine Ga- Gun Kelly, didn't he do his diss track going, wait, I'm perplexed. You just dissed me and then you, you you criticized me and all in the same song. So do you think that the game did similar to Machine Gun Kelly, just done better?
1: Uh, I don't know. I don't think it was better
2: if if i mean as, as a person who's listened to
0: a, a a good number of diss tracks uh i would say that this was pretty poor um uh, for a few reasons the reason number 1 is because yeah it comes off as if he is honestly just being you know um <laughs> like almost almost envious of him but more more so it seems like a desperate plea to kind of jump start the streams of his album that's coming out and it's his last his first album to come out in like 10 years right and Eminem, uh for for context here uh, was like the 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 highest selling rapper of like the 2000s. Like from 2000 to 2010, he was like the highest selling rap artist. Like like in, in all of the rap industry, so he sold the most. Uh, and he could put out anything, and it was basically certified gold or diamond, I guess, in, in, in music in the music world. So for this guy, which, go ahead, I mean, Jen. which
1: is like you can't diss someone by telling them they're culturally appropriating something, you know, because. You know, someone hears that, but they've made so much money doing it. Yeah, (laughs) It's like, oh, you're not you're not hurting my feelings, you know, because (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to wipe my tear with
2: these Benjamins. (laughs)
0: Yeah. um, And and that's and that's part of the, the other thing about it, which is that he he really is like kind of he's making a stink over over things that are like, you know, Eminem made he he made it where he is on his own accolades he wasn't like it's not like uh and again i don't know how how much rap stuff you guys get into but like you know drake he's probably one of the biggest rap artists right now of like the 20 the the 2020s or the 2010s or whatever and he has been known to have a ghostwriter have people write his raps for him which is in the 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 base rap the battle rap community is like the biggest the biggest no-no but yet drake is still you know, still seen as uh, uh, an artist who is dominating the music charts. So,
1: you know, Sean, I, I saw a meme on uh, social media, and it said, uh, "Rap battles are basically two guys that wrote poems for each other."
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I I have I have seen that. Uh, it's actually very funny, and and so like the game wrote wrote this poem, the ten minute poem to Eminem. Because he was just very, very upset that um, that he wasn't paying attention to him. I, I don't know. Like, my, or th-
2: my question is, and what the other white listeners that we have in our podcast is, do you think Eminem is going to retaliate with his own diss track?
0: One, I'm actually glad you asked, asked that question because uh, earlier this year or earlier last year, Nick Cannon also dissed Eminem, and he is still waiting on a reply. He dissed him twice, as a matter of fact. <laughs> He, uh, he made yeah, two but Nick decisions.
2: Cannon's garbage, man. Like, well,
0: some people he was would argue never that, a good artist. Some people could argue that uh, Machine Gun Kelly was never a good artist, and the only mm-hmm. reason that uh the only reason that Eminem replied was because he he kind of did did the check boxes, or well, ultimately he made a sniper remark about his daughter. Yeah, that yeah. that was in poor taste, and so like you know he was like, yeah, fuck fuck this guy, I'm gonna go after him.
2: So what you're saying is we're probably gonna not hold our breath because we'll pass out. So well, the game should have dis. Haley. Well, or... see, I, this is how you did. This is he how he did. Yeah, this is
0: how I know you didn't listen to the link. Oh no, no, I, I
2: I I did not. Like
0: n- no, no. Because he he has all the check boxes. He disses his mother, he disses mm-hmm. his daughter, he disses uh his his uh, uh uh Dr. Dre, who is essentially the person who mm-hmm. who brought them all into the game and like made made them into somebody. He dissed uh his other cohorts 50 cent. He disses D twelve, you know. You know, so he dissed his best like,
2: friend, the the one that's dead. Uh, the what's his name?
0: Uh, he did. Uh, he even brought up Deangelo Bailey, which is a called the deep cut from his first album. Um,
1: you know, I felt I felt like it was more disrespectful to Dr. Dre than than anything. You know, because he says he do, he in in the in the song he he really says he's going to do some like dark like yeah he, he despicable yeah.
0: well and i think and part of that is that he is part of that is that he's kind of mimicking eminem's old like you know original slim shady like first four at five album style where you know he's just kind of uh, m- uh mocking uh, him, him where he's like you know hey dr j's dead he's locked in my basement you yeah. know and all, all that stuff so i mean again i feel like some of this is kind of a love letter to eminem's style and what people kind of like ha- have no- known him for
1: yeah which is like i, I don't I can't see him retaliating because it's, it'll be more of like a thank you letter to, <laughs> yeah, like, you know, it's like, oh, I love, I love the nice things you said about me. You know, like, knowing
2: Eminem, yeah. he could probably do a good diss track like that and still it, diss it, him. It,
0: it's funny you say that, Jay, because, you know, he's probably been like, you know, I forgot I made that song. This reminded me, you know, oh. It's like I'm really fucking good, man. God damn.
2: <laughs> hey, wasn't there a rumor or a theory that the reason um, Machine Gun Kelly and M actually dissed each other was for record sales? Because didn't they aren't they associated with the same label or something like that?
0: Uh, yeah, it's, it's something along those lines. But ultimately, the reason why they were even dissing each other to, in the first place is because Machine Gun Kelly made a comment about his daughter. Yeah. Uh, the other piece of that is that he believes that Eminem was blocking him from from gaining any more momentum as an artist because Shay Four Five Records is a, as a radio station on Apple Music, and obviously Apple is a behemoth, and obviously Eminem is also a behemoth. So the it, by getting being on that, he gets a, a access to a wider audience, and so he's he is making claims that Eminem actively uh, kept him from being on those on those shows. Um, that had other notable artists and people that are very recognizable in the rap community, like Sway uh, from the Sway and Tech Show from back in the early '90s. So um, you know, it it, it's, it is something of something of note. I mean, because Eminem does have the kind of clout that could say, "Yeah, no, no, don't don't let that guy in." And um, uh, he does he does have that kind of clout that would that could warrant um, them going, "Oh yeah, no, we we shouldn't we we shouldn't let that guy on here." So. You know, it, it's not it's not unreasonable to think that he could he could do that. I mean, but would he? Does he care enough about Machine Gun Kelly to, to do something like that? I don't. I honestly don't know. Or or the game for that matter. I um I would be hard pressed to say that Eminem would, would respond. And um I think the rap community in and of itself, and and Game himself has said that uh, nobody wants to mess with the white boy. Like he and he mentioned. I mean, he 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 basically reneges on all that stuff in this song. But there are video clips that you can look up on YouTube of the game, say, the game saying that if Eminem picked a fight with him, he would run. Like, he, he knows, other rappers know, like, you just don't mess with Eminem because he is just that good of a rapper. So, um, what, what any of this means for anybody, I don't know. I don't know. But I do know that I found it very, very crazy that all, all this had happened all, all in one go. So, <laughs> which is why I wanted to talk to you guys about it. I, and if you guys don't care, I apologize but I found it interesting.
1: I mean, it is interesting. It, it it's just like the, the misconception that it's a diss track. Yeah.
0: I, I, I mean, yeah, There, the, it's funny because the, the community, the rap community is adamant that this is like, this is not how you diss someone. They, they are very adamant that the game is really just paying homage to, uh, to, to Eminem. And he doesn't, he doesn't realize it.
1: Yeah. It's like he, he just started yelling, please. And thank you over some beats.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, it's it is very, very, very funny. Um, but but you know, um, Juan Juan, do you? you I mean, you're an Eminem fan, right?
2: I, I do like me some Slim Shady. So do, I mean, do you want? Do you want him to respond? You, you know, I I don't know. I, I think I do because the just hearing him go on the mic again, it's. It's pretty damn good. Like, he has skills. He has he has a talent that a lot of people that are in this game, no pun intended, um, would like to have. Um, and I also like it when people break down his raps. Like, when he diss Machine Gun Kelly, they were, like, analyzing his lyrics about, like, when he used, like the lyric uh uh you must be Swayze, like saying hey i'm going to Are you are you going to
0: break down his lyrics right now?
2: No nah, I, I i really enjoy it like and then it it reminds me when when he uh when he disses people like how good he is and I, then i go down the rabbit hole on some of his underground shit and and all that stuff um and and how many years has it been since he's released something
0: It's funny because Eminem also just released Curtain Call 2. Uh i want to say within the same week that uh, the game released Drillmatic, and the funny thing is that Curtain Call Two is basically a, a, a culmination of a bunch of different tracks and uh, from different albums. But there's only one new song on there, one new song, and it's still getting more plays than uh, <laughs> than Drillmatic.
1: So he released a, the best of.
0: Yeah, he did. He really did. <laughs> he really did. It's, uh, it's It's. It's pretty funny, man. Um, so I feel like all, all in. I feel like all in, yeah, uh, the game did this out of some, you know, oh, ploy to kind of get some attention because he was releasing an album and he wanted everybody to know.
1: Yeah, it's it's more of like, uh, hey, look at me. I, I made a, I made an album and I'm making fun of um, Eminem <laughs> just to try to get people to buy his, you know, songs.
0: Yeah, yeah. But you know what? You know what? I, I'm, you know, I listened, I what well, I, I skimmed through it and go, I know all these songs and I, I kept going and I, and I. It's funny because the the only reason I looked for the Eminem album was to see because I saw the the game post and I was like, huh, I wonder if Eminem has a new album out. And then lo and behold, he does. And there's only one song that I've never heard of before on there, <laughs> <laughs> which is crazy in, in my head, um, you know. But but anywho, uh, moving on before I, I, I drag it any, on any further. Now the the next two things uh, dovetail into uh, my my larger topic that I want to talk to you guys about. And that's a uh, um, mental health. Now I found two articles, and one of them uh, was sent to us by Ozzy because uh, he knows that I love to hear whatever the hell's going on with Ezra Miller. Uh, Ezra Miller, but he sent me one. Well, I came across one while I was on Instagram, and that is um, that Tom Holland quits social media. And the funny thing is that I hadn't. I don't follow him on social media regularly, so I didn't miss his presence. But he's actually been gone for some time now, um, and the reason why he left was because of his own uh, uh, mental health. So, uh, my my question to you guys is like, do you think that that a uh, because of the society we live in that this is a more comfortable statement for him to make, or like, or do you think that like there are some other things going on behind the scenes for these young celebrities that are just really damaging to their mental health?
1: I, I think it's I think it's more because he's. Uh... He's a young celebrity, you know, and like he's still trying to process, um, you know, his fame and and people liking him and then, you know, try to process people not liking him for no other reason than they just don't like him.
0: Yeah, and, and I, I get that piece of it. And I don't know if you guys had a chance to watch the video. Did you, did you guys have a chance to watch his video? No, it, I did. It's still up on, uh, if you haven't seen it, it's on Tom Holland's Instagram. Uh, he has like a minute and a half video kind of just explaining like why he's no longer on like he's going to be on social. And the the thing that I found the most triggering to, 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 <laughs> to copy Juan's word is that um, he was like, you know, I got into a spiral of like of the of social media and I just couldn't pull myself out. So I'm just going to I'm pulling myself out because I, it's not healthy for me. And so my my question to you guys is a hey, again, I ask. Uh, do you think that there's something going on behind the scenes in Hollywood, aside from him being, you know, a famous in 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 uh in uh in popularity uh actor, but like is he also like is this spiraling thing a thing that's happening to like this gen this 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 uh this generation? Like is that a thing?
2: Uh, dude, I, I think it's anybody. Like people on social media are fucking brutal because they could hide behind the of their <laughs> they're,
1: they're they're not brutal to just normal people no, they're no brutal to celebrities no
2: well no not not necessarily true like i follow um some people that um that i wouldn't consider celebrities but they they try to be influencers with like their magic and and shit like that and they post their tricks and the comments on their are like, um, oh, you did this though. You you haven't practiced enough. You're lame. Like they, like they're brutal. And I find myself like becoming angry at people. And I jump in and, and make comments of, well, at least they're posting their stuff. What what are you doing? Instead of, instead of bashing them, just support them. And then they come after me and then I'm like, (laughs) like, okay. So So
0: it sounds like, it sounds like you yourself are prone to spiraling. That's what it sounds like to me. Like, it sounds like, no, so
2: like it's not spiraling, but like, I, I see some of the comments that people make toward people trying to get their, their stuff out there and they're not necessarily celebrities. Like, I don't expect anybody on my friend's feed because they're my friends, um, to, to, uh, to come after me or be brutal on it. But like, like, Jay, like, aren't you afraid of posting some of your your videos on st- from stand-up and having somebody come after you because of one of your jokes?
1: Well, here's the thing. I have posted videos of my stand-up. Nobody gives a shit. Nobody gives a shit because I am nobody. I am nobody right now. You know, like, nobody's going to be like, oh, this guy sucks. Because I am nobody, you know, like, it's only if you're, you, if you have a, like a, a following, let's, you have a following of, uh, like a couple thousand or or 10,000 followers, then that's when people start going after you because, you know, they, (laughs) you have, you have people that'll back you, but you're also going to attract those people that are going to be negative towards you. Yeah. And, and like people like us, like no one's going to, no one's going to bash us. You know, no one's gonna, you know, insult us because we're nobody.
0: Yeah, and I and I would argue that that's worse. I would argue that's worse. Here, you know, here we are, uh, every week doing this thing, putting it out there for a handful of people to enjoy, and no one's telling me that I'm, I, my audio sounds horrible or that to I have a buzzing face. in the background. Well, to my face, sure, but I mean, but again, feedback's feedback, right? I, I guess my, my my larger question for for this is that like this spiraling, right? This idea that Tom Holland is going check, open blowing opening his Instagram of one billion you know fucking comments to of something he's posted, and one person, two people, three hundreds of them go. I think he has like seven million followers, so maybe you know a hundred thousand those people go. Hey, that your hair is ugly. Are you balding? And then like he's kind of like
1: yeah, you know I, like yeah, he's he's a twenty something year old kid, and then someone comments on there, hey, your nose is crooked. Like, <laughs> yeah, so, like that just fucks with you as a, as a young person. And it's like, is, is my nose crooked?
0: You know what I mean? And, and the thing is, you know, it, and he, at the end of the day, he, he still gets to be Tom Holland. Right. So, so like when we talk about mental health and we talk about, we talk about like, you know, uh, wellness and taking time to be well, like. Taking time away from like literally saying I need to get away from my 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 phone or the media it's like social media which is almost I don't know t- it's tied into everything we do almost online it, it is it's kind of crazy to think that like this guy's just he's trying to take trying to take time away to 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 do that like he's just saying I need to turn my phone off but because
2: does that really fix it He's just ignoring the comments now. Well, the the thing because is one Juan- the comments are still going to continue on whether they're directly on his fucking Instagram. Hmm or there's
1: a I Hate Tom Holland Facebook page, website, they're still going to go on. But, I mean, that's the point. He's taking himself out of that environment, so he doesn't see it. Yeah, But it's not just on social media.
2: It,
0: it- well, it, it's never always only been on social media. Those comments, those things that people are saying, people sit on their couch and watch, watch him in spandex and, like, make all kinds of comments from their couches. He just can't hear them. Like, people talk shit all the time, and, and like you said, not to his face, not to my face, and and like, b- well, why do I care? Like, why do I care? You know what
1: I mean? Like, Because like, people genuinely want to be liked. Well, yeah, of course, but I mean, social media is, is now, it, it's it's an intimate thing, you know? Like, you can see a comment. Slide into Tom Hollins' uh, DMs. I mean, it's not like he's going to respond or anything, but, you know, he like, might. you can... <laughs> but, <laughs> You you can make a you can make a comment that would like genuinely affect a person you know, and then you have like ten thousand other people agreeing with that comment. It it really like messes with your head, especially when you're young when you you want to be liked by everybody.
0: So so then you know and 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 I, I and I don't know how 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 in tune you guys are with like like child celebrities. You know, but, like, he—and he's not necessarily a child celebrity, but he's been acting from a very young age, and he's only kind of achieved his level of stardom within the last, like, five to ten years because of the the Marvel stuff. So, so like, I mean, do you think that we will see some kind of, like, crazy— physical spiral right where like in a, you, you you remember how like how crazy it was to see like Britney Spears like shave her head and then be put under this conservatorship and have her kids taken away when when like from one night to the next she seemed like a completely normal like like nothing was going on right because we don't we don't have a, an insight to that at sitting on this side of it
1: you know I feel like it's going to be worse for young female celebrities, Mm -hmm. uh, because you know, they, their whole thing is being young and pretty and, and sexy once they start hearing, Oh, you're not that pretty, or you're not, you know, you're not this or you're not that it really affects, um, people when you're young and it, because they're still trying to shape their identity.
0: Yeah, and 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 I think Jay, you bring up a good point with which I was gonna drive to, which is that like I think A and and I won't just say for female, but I'll say both both men and women and, and females as they kind of uh they take in this the social media, the ideal physical form changes with the week's fad. Like uh I remember I think I remember the first one I remember hearing about was this Kylie Jenner like lip thing that they were like sucking on these like water bottles for and like people were going to the fucking hospital for um there's another one where people were putting glue in their hair trying to get it to like be as slick as possible and so like you know the 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 ideal physical form changes you know from fad to fad it's like these kids who are trying to form their identity both mentally and physically and just kind of like they're, they they don't like they don't know what to change into you know what i mean like they, they don't know what body like shape to aim for because it's changing you know what i mean
1: yeah and it's really sad cuz you know someone will go from their early 20s and then transition to their late 20s and feel like they're um you know obsolete or you know unattractive because they went from 24 to 25
0: yeah yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, the mileage I got in that one year, <laughs> you know, and and it's it's one of those things that I think that social media has just become a really unhealthy tool to kind of uh, to, it really is become an unhealthy mirror that people are, are using to to calibrate their own experiences with. And um, I, I think it was you, Juan, who said that you had like uh, someone in your family who was like really obsessed about posting this a uh, picture to make sure that it had like the right uh ambiance right it
2: wasn't somebody in my family was somebody that i witnessed many 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 years ago they were 13 now they're they're adults but i remember them posting a picture and making sure it was done and then hitting the fucking refresh button to make sure they got like and then seeing the uh the sigh of relief when they got their first like
0: but like i find it crazy that Someone seeking that level of validation, uh, like almost, I mean, you just said the age of 13 and now they're what, 15 now? Like, No, no, that, no. no. The, now they're like 20, married. That is in their DNA. That's in their mental DNA. Mm-hmm. Like that is just part of, It's a, it's a norm. It's a social norm for them. Which means that, like, twenty years from now, when like likes and and swipes and all this shit isn't what what helps you like figure out what, what's hip, like, how, how do you like how do you even how do you identify yourself? Like, if you go, well, I used to be able to just get likes, but now I don't have that anymore.
1: Well, then it forces people to kind of uh, find their identity. You know, um,
0: you mean to tell me that you want like this thirty year old this middle aged person to find their identity, like you know quarter age person, like start looking for their identity again?
1: Honest, honestly some people go their whole lives and they never find their identity. You know, I, they just, I agree with that. Um, yeah, it's just, it's just really sad with the uh, social media. Social media is, it's just damaging to people's self-esteem and, and their ego. Like the ego is the biggest thing that once like people's ego gets bruised, it's just, it just tears people apart. You know, like nobody, a lot, most people can't handle their ego just being bruised slightly.
0: Yeah, it's true. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. And I think the male ego, the, the male ego is I think is known for being especially fragile. You know what I mean? So I, I, I don't know, and I and I'm I'm kind of curious, like as in as in like what has really driven this. Like like, you know, Tom Holland is and I think he's still in a relationship with Zendaya, right? I yes. think we talked about this last week. I mean, that on that front has been very quiet. Maybe maybe they're not together anymore. And he is just kind of putting up a front until the publicist decided it's good for them <laughs> to like, you know, to decide that. So he's going through he is going through like something emotionally traumatic for him. But he can't openly share that because it hasn't been deemed good for the news cycle yet. So he has to put up with like, you know, these people kind of shipping like these videos and all all these things that like. You know, you break up with somebody, you like get rid of their photos, you get rid of their pictures, you like go through your photo album and like cut them out of it. And he can't even do that because the Internet still has is just creating these like shipping videos of them. You know what I mean? So it's almost like every time he turns on an avenue to kind of decompress, there he is kind of living what he would like, you know, his his nightmare, his dream, whatever.
2: The the thing that I want to point out is have you noticed how... The issues with social media isn't just on your typical social media. It's not just on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook, but it, it's expanding to LinkedIn, which was a professional thing. Have you been on LinkedIn lately and seen some of the garbage that people post on there?
1: Oh, yeah, I am on LinkedIn all the time. <laughs> yeah.
2: I mean, yeah, I... I full discre- disclosure I'm not on LinkedIn as
0: often as I probably could be but um be- mostly because it doesn't have any salacious articles that are going to help me <laughs> that that I'm going to like read through you know um but yes I do see from time to time there are posts that I go that, that could have been a Facebook post you know that probably should have been an Instagram photo you know or oh, that probably should have could you know wh- whatever but the but when you kind of start to uh when you start to look at people's posts and objectify them that way. I myself am doing the thing that Tom Holland fight like that dumb MF or just posted that thing about a beach party. What's wrong with you?
2: Well, the, the thing that I found more interesting on LinkedIn because it has like your employer information and shit like that. I saw someone post like a, a, a Trump support type uh, post, but it was very controversial and then people were like going, hey, this is not the place. take that to Facebook or other social media. And this guy started going on the attack and tagging their employers uh, on, uh, on LinkedIn going, yeah, I'm sure that you as the operations manager of Boeing, whatever, appreciate uh your your comments and i'm like oh that's dirty that that's not appropriate
0: But i mean it, it sounds like again i mean it sounds like no no real media is safe and again and i feel like you know linkedin is almost the perfect place to touch it because like those people who kind of observe to your same theory are never going to say anything about it because they're trying to keep the they kind of keep from circling the drain because the second somebody else uh, comments on it starts a whole nother a whole nother chain
1: well, I mean, that that's how social media is designed. You know, it's uh, it's all like it's a clickbait, you know, like that, that experiment with the, the hamster and the uh, shots of dopamine. If they kept pressing the same button over and over again, that's what social media is, you know?
0: Yeah, it, it's true. It, it is it is a science like they and they have it whittled down to a science about how they about how they do that, about how they get people hooked, you know, um, and, it, and again, like to, to circle it back to mental health you know people are hooked on on that dopamine and they may not even recognize their actions as irregular or or even inappropriate because there are a there's a class of people who are cheering them on and there's another class of folks who for all intent and purposes, uh, are just not saying anything and sitting back and watching shit happen. You know, and I think, you know, uh that is kind of what happened with Ezra Miller, because we ta- we talked about him, I want to say two weeks ago. And and Jay was like, Well, he hasn't come out and said anything. So I mean, but whatever. You know, I will I'll I'll believe whatever whatever he admits to almost. Um, and so I sent you guys an article in the show notes, which I know Juan didn't read, but uh Juan, um, but Juan, just for the <laughs> for those who are keeping up at home, Ezra has been through a bunch of different things, but this article, yeah, but this article from Vanity, uh, from Vanity, uh, Variety, (laughs) Vanity, Variety.com, it, it, it reads the, the Flash star, Ezra Miller seeking treatment for complex mental health issues. And it kind of goes through like, a series of all of his behaviors and stuff like that, but his statements, um, his, his statement, his direct quote is, "I'm I'm recently gone through a time of intense crisis. I understand that I am suffering from complex mental health issues and have begun ongoing treatment. Um, I want to apologize to everyone that I have alarmed and upset with my past behavior. I'm committed to doing the necessary work to get back to a healthy, safe, and productive stage in my life. and that's it. So,
2: go, go ahead. So a couple questions. Do you think somebody had an intervention and he realized that he's crazy? Or do you think it's a publicist saying, hey, you've gone off the deep end, you you need to reel it back in. And what the heck is complex? Like, what exactly is he having?
1: I mean, it's it's obvious it's obvious that it's a PR um
0: yeah. thing. The, yeah, I want to answer your first question. I think that this is this is this is Two things. The first thing is that, yes, it is absolutely PR to control the narrative for Ezra Miller. Because my second thing is that this Flash movie is set to release in June 2023, which it's, that's over less than a year from now. Right. But in between that time, I want to say we have other DC properties that are coming out that are going to keep reminding people that there's like a thing happening with Ezra Miller. And so from a news cycle standpoint, I think they have to put this to bed. You know, they go, well, I think he apologized, and we move on to the next thing. I mean, yeah, this motherfucker threw a chair at someone. He beat the shit out of a woman. He broke into a house. He choked someone— I mean, he has been through a list of things, and not just in the last like in the and the last time we talked about it, but over the course of a couple of years, he's been doing a bunch of things. So, want to answer your question, I absolutely think that this was PR. But what does complex mental issues mean? Does it matter? It could mean anything. It could mean that he open. It could mean that he's having trouble uh, uh, disassociative. Uh, and I, I'm I'm gonna butcher the word, but it could it could honestly mean that he doesn't recognize himself to be the person that he sees. Right? Yeah.
1: Dis disassociative identity disorder. Yeah,
0: it, it could mean that. It could mean it could mean that he really just uh, is a crazy person who is trying to seek help on ways to curb his crazy impulses
1: he may just have anger issues you know yeah
0: he yeah he may just be angry at what i don't know you know he has a privileged life from what i from the outside looking in it would seem like his life is very privileged he's lucky he he gets to do things other people can't do
1: yeah he had the perks of being a wallflower
0: (laughs) (laughs) and the fastest man alive all in the same year i think (laughs) so you know um yeah, it is. So what is,
2: you're saying is this is a PR Will Smith type of thing.
1: I think so. I mean, all, a lot of it is just PR. You know, they have they they have movies to sell. They're not going to sell a lot of movies if he's doing the things that he's doing and he's not saying anything.
0: Yeah, if he's not getting help, right? Like like I think I think you like last week Juan, we talked about uh the guy who was a pedophile but has a cure for cancer, right? You ask if he was in jail, meaning like you want to know if he's paying a penance before you like shoot up his his uh, his magical cure because otherwise you feel a little more guilty about taking it and so here is here is you know the 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 social prison is like oh he's getting help so i can watch the flash movie and not feel so bad
1: you know what i mean take my magic wonder drug just <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just just so, just so you know i touch little boys <laughs>
0: <laughs> it cures everything though it cures everything yeah except for pedophilia in fact it probably, probably a side effect <laughs> um but, yeah, it is one of the things that I, I think that, like, you know, this is obviously engineered by— I, I I feel like it's obviously engineered, and I'm not belittling any troubles that Ezra is going through because he could absolutely be having some complex mental issues that I will never understand because I am not him. But this this apology, he could have just disappeared. Like, he could have disappeared. He could have removed himself from the news cycle. But this comment right here says to me that Warner Brothers, DC— They're just like, listen, we got to get this movie out in like eight months, nine months. And I just need people to know that we are trying to help him.
1: Yeah, I mean, they already scrapped the Batgirl movie. Uh, They can't scrap. The Flash movie, you know, or recast because it's just too much money to spend.
0: Yeah, it's like they <laughs> look. We've shot ninety nine point nine percent, and we can't. I mean, they, I mean, honestly, if they wanted, it's coming out in eight months. They could probably pay for a horrible mustache job if they want it. You know what I mean? Like uh, just digital digitize somebody's face over his body at this point.
1: They should cast. Ugly Sonic in the Flash movie.
0: That would be. (laughs) Gotta go fast. Uh, uh, I mean, you know, so I I, I don't know, man. You know, it's I think from a societal standpoint, I feel like we we have to see this in this in this news cycle so that we know that we feel better about spending about spending that money on on the movie. If if it does come out, it's supposed to come out in theaters. So,
1: yeah, I'm. You know, I'm going to be honest. I was really excited about the Flash movie.
0: Yeah, yeah, and I I still am because I think I mean from a from a as a comic book reader, lover, uh, understander of like uh, of of the story, the Flashpoint story is probably one of the best Flash stories uh, aside from Flash Rebirth, like from like the early 2000s, in my personal opinion. And I I want to see it brought to life. You know what I mean? So if it means I gotta you know put aside you know Ezra Miller, like you know brainwashing this little kid beating up this girl in a bar fight and then breaking into these people's houses that I think we're taking care of him. You know, maybe making sure he gets help is the way we do that.
1: Yeah, it, it really puts a strain on your moral compass.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> I mean, I mean, maybe, uh, probably not Juan so much, but, uh, you know. I, I can Juan,
1: Juan don't watch movies, so it doesn't all, matter to him. Yeah,
0: that's true. That's also true. Look, good on you, man. Good on you. Um, the next thing I wanted to talk to you guys about, though, is about uh, uh, talking about society and just the way things are viewed. You know, um, Juan brought up a, a really good uh, point the other day that we we're talking. It was about the service industry, and I have it here in the show notes: is who who is serving who in the service industry? And um, I, I and I think this is this is a, an offshoot of the Great Resignation we talked about. I want to say either this season or last season. I, I can't remember if I'm being honest. But um, you know, it, are we living in an age where where society at large just feels more entitled than they have before? And I mean, from a workforce standpoint and also from like the 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 service providers, like the service taker, giver, acceptor standpoint
2: Juan? You know how I feel about that. I feel like people have become a lot more entitled and as a service provider, it's become a lot more difficult to deal with people and trying to meet their high expectations.
1: I don't think they're really high. Really? Yeah.
2: What do you think then?
1: I think people just don't want to um they just don't want to work for they just don't want to work for somebody else. You know? Like we've had a whole year to think about whether or not our job makes us happy. Uh-huh. And for a lot of people they realize it doesn't. Yeah.
2: So do you but think they, this is,
1: they need their job.
2: Do you think this is what's gonna end up opening up uh the path for Robots to take over. The well, basic. You mean like oh, the self checkouts?
0: <laughs> no. no, no. I, I I think that this opens the the door Juan, for one of two for one one of two paths for for these industries for the the service industry to take in anyway. Because I think to Jay's point, people had a year to realize they weren't happy with the job that they, they weren't they weren't happy with the job that they have and they felt undervalued in in those jobs and they didn't realize how undervalued they felt until they had time to reflect. Right, the root. Ru-
2: I, I don't. I don't know. I, I. I. generally feel that the the people receiving the service. I. I mean, I've watched the TikTok videos and the videos of people being rude to the service providers. I mean, not too too long ago, uh, w- this video went viral where the this executive of a bank flipped his shit because they made the his smoothie wrong and went into the restaurant and threw it at the people that made it
1: yeah but i mean those tiktok videos are kind of blips of incidents in like uh, like if you take society as a whole those little blips event of, of uh of those incidents they're it it's not happening everywhere, you know?
0: Yeah, I think um I what well, I I think we're tackling two issues but from from we're tackling the same issue but from two different angles. So I I'm specifically talking about um the the provider of the service, their expectation from their employer, and the people that they are providing service to. And you want are talking about the 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 service, you know, the person who is being given the service and their expectation of that quality of service, right? So to Jay's point, I think people had time to to think about how unhappy they were at their jobs, and I, the path that I think it unlocks is for employers to either a kind of figure out how to incentivize that, and I think it, I think it only comes through one one way, and that's that's through money, um, and and a diversity of job duties, so that. Uh, so that people feel like they have a value and and they they feel valued and people feel valued when you pay them. And that, but it has that to be is, go,
2: it has to go hand in hand because you can pay a buttload of money and not have that diversity or that value in your job and it, it won't mean anything.
1: Well, then well, then you have then you have a reason to fire someone. You know, like you gave them what what they wanted. They're not they're not uh, you know happier about it than you know, there should be a discussion.
0: Yeah. And so then, so then, Juan, to your point, there there are lots of, lots of uh, Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, uh, Twitter videos of people who are being given service and the quality of that service doesn't meet their expectation. And, um, you know, but, there's
1: a, I'm sorry to cut you off, uh, oh, Sean, ahead. but there's a, there's a commercial, I don't know if it's Wendy's or something, but they do like this, uh, like hot fry something. Uh, And then they have the one employee that goes around and he gives everyone high fives, but he says, hi, fry, you know, (laughs) says hi, he goes around and says hi, fry to all the other employees, which in the commercial, they're, they're really annoyed by it. And I was watching this commercial and I, I said to um, somebody that was watching the commercial, I was like, why don't they just fire that guy? (laughs) Like, <laughs> he's really annoying. Um, and why do not they just fire that guy?
0: Why, why why, didn't they just fire him? Is it because uh, he's, a high, he's a high fry guy? Is that why?
1: Yeah. I, I mean, he, he doesn't really, it doesn't look like he's really contributing much other than, you know, getting under people's skin. So I was like, why didn't they just fire that guy?
0: Well, I mean, <laughs> because he's, uh, you know, he's uh, he's the guy, you know, he's, uh, he's the high fry guy. He's getting on people's nerves, but he's also making somebody's day out there. Somebody's.
1: Yeah, but I mean, I, I feel like a lot of a lot of uh, employees are not happy, mainly because they feel unappreciated. You know, like like I feel like a lot of people complaining about workers. The I think the biggest complaint they they give about a lot of uh, workers in like these you know minimum wage paying jobs is they just don't look happy.
0: Yeah, um, you know, I, and I and the. <laughs> The fact of the matter is, is that you know, like, and when you work in a service industry, you are typically working when other people are out having a good time, right? Like, you know, people don't just go to Starbucks because that's part of their shift. They go to Starbucks because they are on a, a lunch break or they got time before they go do some other thing in their day. You know, meanwhile, you're yelling at them about not have, about the coffee not being hot enough, you not being enough foam, or not being sweet enough
2: or not having the spinach and feta wrap available, which is possibly going to be discontinued, but go on.
1: Oh, someone sounds like a Karen. No, no.
2: I've actually feel a lot of sympathy for them because I've been in line when they're getting ripped over something they have no control over. Yeah.
0: So, I mean, I, I feel like, um, uh, that all in, you know what I mean? That like, yeah, most, yeah, there's some people who just have a RBF, just resting bitch face, you know? And so people are just kind of expect them to always kind of be, be this dolphin dolphin to have a built-in smile on their face. So do, do you think that's an unrealistic expectation, Jay?
1: Well, I mean, here's the thing. It's, um, a lot of the, the people that work in the service industry industry are are young people, you know. Mm-hmm. So you have you have people in the real world that are yelling at them, and then you see uh, they see their friends on social media, and they they start to get FOMO, you know. So that kind of affects how they feel at work, you know. Like they don't want to be here because all their friends are having fun.
0: Yeah, that's also true. Yeah, I think and I think FOMO, and and again, I think you you touched on it earlier, Jay. Just the very idea that. Um, that like they're not gonna be in there and their friends are gonna be out doing something else while you're stuck here is another reason why people just are unhappy in their jobs because you because then you look at social media and you see this person living their best life. Meanwhile, that that Instagram post could be from two weeks ago when they had like you know an extra hundred bucks and they're spending to go on some some escapade you know and but it gives you that dopamine hit immediately and then you immediately feel bad about yourself because you're not able to do that you don't know why and it kind of sends you down this spiral so how, how can you be happy in a place where you're watching other people live the life you want to live
1: yeah and then you get yelled at because you're unhappy at your job
2: yeah, <laughs> so what you're saying yeah. is it all boils back to social media
1: no i'm not saying that i'm just saying it is part of it though
2: yeah
0: I, I think i i think social media plays the the part that social media plays is about kind of feeding into this self-deprecating love that people have or self deprecating yeah, the deprecating relationship people have with the very idea that they are unhappy, right. In the, in like in their, in their job now, the service industry in and of themselves, like you're getting yelled at about being unhappy, but literally the existence you live out, outside of there is showing you what your life could be. But
1: it's, it's really funny because I, I, I work with a lot of young people and a lot of them are very miserable, you know, but I, when I do, uh, like zoom comedy shows or comedy shows in person there I'm working with um older people like people in their like 30s 40s and 50s and they seem happier happier than than a lot of the 20 something year olds that you know they have they have a lot of uh, potential they have their whole life ahead of them they're very they're young and and attractive but they they're all miserable
0: would you say that's because? Do you feel like that's because they are? Um, I mean, they they kind of have from a, a their adult life kind of figured out a little bit more. You know what I mean? Like they are living their best lives, uh, uh, you know, so to speak.
1: I mean, I I, I guess it depends on where you are at in life. You know, I I don't know what it's like because I for the young twenty something year olds, I I didn't grow up with social media. I didn't I didn't interact with social media till I was in my like third thirties. Yeah, so, but a lot of these kids, they they kind of grew up with it.
0: Yeah, yeah, and, and I think and I think that has a a very large portion, a large part to play in how I think the three of us, and, and, I mean, maybe Juan's a little bit different, but and and so I won't speak for him, but I think that has a large part to play in how we view social media and the impacts of it on on ourselves versus like the the generations that were coming before us and after us. Because in in my head, like I don't see myself needing to take a break from social media. I don't see myself like trying to keep up with the Joneses, Joneses, so to speak, on social media. It's it's a thing that exists, and absolutely, like it, it's it's it fun to look at. But like, I I don't go, oh man, how come I can't have that triple soiled? Why can't you know? What I mean, why <laughs> why can't my life be you know as happy as these other folks? You know, what I mean, what, what?
1: But I mean, then again, it we're like. Our social media isn't as popular as some other people's social media. You know, like that's also I, true. I mean, no offense. <laughs> like, we, I don't have, I don't have a couple like twenty thousand followers. You know, like if I did, I I, I think it'd be a, a different in a different situation where I'd be annoyed by it. I I would probably be like, I don't, I don't want to be on here anymore.
2: Yeah, I, I got a. I go ahead. One, sorry. Um, going back to this whole social media thing and and like uh Tom Holland. But um, why doesn't he just have a professional handle his social media? Because he's, he's, no, like, oh, he's, like, yeah, he's still a kid. No, but like, he's a celebrity. Like Yeah, but he's still a kid. But the thing is, social media is big on their celebrity hood. Um, why not have a social media manager handle it? There's people that, that do that for a living. Um, not everybody handles their own social media. Uh, well, some people Juan- go, okay... Jay, it's time for you to post a video about how much you love Wheaties and post it. And then they answer questions or ignore questions. Juan, when you were 21, uh, what, I wasn't was a celebrity. Most, you, you, you've made it time and time again, a clear distinction that we're nobodies. And uh, it doesn't really affect us the same way that it affects the celebrities. But, so but why, were, why suddenly you were also, have them played by the same fucking rules that we're playing? Because he's still just a kid, you know? He's no, still just you, a you twenty-something-year-old kid. A fucking coin, and say he's just a kid, but yet he's a fucking celebrity.
1: He's um, a he's a child celebrity. That yeah, it, it it's different. It's different.
0: It, yeah, I, and 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 I'm I'm not just I'm I'm not like taking Jay's side to, to make you sound crazy, Juan. But I think to Jay's point, he Tom Holland is a twenty-something-year-old kid, right? It probably occurred to him that he should get a social media manager. But what what you think? You think some. It, you think some other kid is going to let some other kid handle their social media because they know better? They know better about themselves?
2: Have a separate social media account. Have one for his publicity and
1: have another one, whereas Tomás, hold on, I, I don't know. But that, I mean, that doesn't sound like something a 20-year-old kid would think of doing, you know? Like, he still wants to be liked by everybody.
0: its It's funny because when I think about people who have their... Their social media is handled is not it's it, the first people that come to mind are not kids. You want to know who comes to mind? Like Brad, I don't think Brad Pitt has ever posted anything on social media himself. Yeah, I don't. I, I, don't, <laughs> I, I don't think that uh, Holly Berry's ever posted thing anything on social media herself. I don't think that like George Clooney handles his own Instagram. You know what I mean? If if he even has one.
1: Yeah, he I, probably doesn't give a shit about.
0: Yeah, it <laughs> you, you know what I mean? Like like when I think about people who who handle people's social media, I I. Yeah, I, I never think, I don't think Zendaya has someone handling her social media. I don't think that Harry Styles has someone handling his social media. I don't think that that kid Lucas from Stranger Things has anyone handling his social media. He either doesn't have one or he's doing his own thing.
1: Yeah, I'm sure probably before Tom Holland became Spider-Man, he was following uh whatever Marvel Instagram or or feed that, like he was probably following like Robert Downey Jr., who wasn't even posting... <laughs> stuff on his own and he thought oh wow this is this is the life yeah. and then he be, he he gets entered into he gets thrown into that that lifestyle and he just doesn't know how to handle it
0: yeah man so and i don't know i i mean maybe there's a little bit of difference there but i i feel like the biggest difference is this that like his kid brain is not going i gotta find somebody to do this for me i don't think that's his uh i don't i don't no. think that's his first thought
1: he wants to know what are people saying about me? Do they still like me? You know? Yeah.
0: <laughs> He's like, I mean, do they like me? I mean, it. they, they seem like they were cool that other time I spoke to them. I mean, do you, yeah, I don't know. I, you know, Juan, it's uh.
1: you know, when, when Magic Johnson first became a Laker, uh, he was this kid from, uh, I want to say Michigan. Like, and he was just this kind of like, like small town kid, but he had like these big city dreams, came to LA and he just started like fucking every girl that got thrown his way you know like and as a like a 20 something year old kid in los angeles you know living the the showtime life he's winning championships and he's like the most popular uh thing on the planet how do you handle that rationally like you've given you're given all this money you're given all this attention you're given like all this attention from like all these people, women, men, you know, is it's a little overwhelming at at like twenty 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 one years old, you know?
0: Yeah, agree, agree. Because he, this,
1: and this is before social media. This is before you could have like people talking about you instantly.
0: Yeah, and, and and the other part of that, Juan, is that you know he could have people talking about him instantly, but more more than that, like I said, like all those conversations still happening, like when uh, uh, Magic Johnson. The whole AIDS thing, like if there was social media when magic Johnson had like announced he had AIDS dude, do, do you know do you know how many people would be in his dms in his comment they, they they would probably block his account, they would have probably blocked his account because the the number of things that people would have been saying there, you know what I mean like it it would have been God man, I can't even. I can't even imagine how how incredible it would have been, like just to see that that whole thing uh, uh, happen.
1: Yeah, yeah. And when when Magic announced that he was positive for HIV, he was still in his like early thirties.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it was a death sentence back then. You know what I mean? Like he was basically telling the world, "I got I don't know how much time I have left." You know what I mean? So like, yeah. It,
1: people call people called him gay. Um, yeah, they said yeah they should they said that him and Isaiah. Imagine if, like, he got all that information, like, right then and there, just bombarded with all that information.
0: Yeah, man, it's, I, I <laughs> it's a, uh, it's a different world, man.
2: Absolutely, he probably absolutely. didn't get it right there and then, but he still got it.
1: Yeah, but I mean, think about these kids who get like they say, they say like mean things, and then like instantly another person can respond to that.
2: Yeah, but there's, it's only a delay from back then to. Now there, it,
1: it was a delay of maybe like a day or two. Yeah, but it, but it, now it, this is a delay of like a minute or even a second.
2: I, I think the damage is still the same.
1: It's worse now. Yeah, the the, the speed dam-
2: that it's happening is worse, but I think the damage is still the same. Whether somebody criticizes Assuming- you now and you hear it this minute, to someone criticizes you now and you hear the next day in the
1: news, well, you have time to process things.
2: I
0: I feel like I I feel like to Juan's point and and that it's the speed that you get things is a lot is a lot sooner. For example, we just talked about this is like the Will Smith slap, like it was basically permeated the 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 social media zeitgeist with before the show had even ended. You know what I mean? So so I think so I think the time you have to react to those things and to process them and to like really and to really like form a uh, uh form a composed response. You know, had, that window has shrunk before you look like a complete and other cra- crazy person, unless you're Will Smith, with who Juan loves, you know, um, because the fact of the matter is, is that like, you know, when uh, Magic Johnson made the announcement, all the people in the locker room probably talked. He got in his limo. He went home. He didn't want to see anybody. And he saw all the newspapers come out the next day. And that was and that was kind of it. And he, he had to worry about whispers of it and stuff like that. And then, you know, he didn't have to open up his uh, his cell phone or his web TV at the time and kind of like watch people kind of tear him down repeatedly. Although, you know, now that I talk about it more and more, I kind of just go, yeah, man, the news cycle probably was Magic Johnson has HIV. Magic Johnson, HIV. It was the biggest like, thing, dude. <laughs> yeah. So you know what? Juan, fuck you. I go back to J side. I feel like it's the same thing.
1: <laughs> I mean, it no. I, Juan says it's the same thing, but yeah, I think it's worse. Dumb fuck. Because uh, well, clearly I was doing my one thing and not listening. <laughs> you know, because like Tom Holland, like he he didn't do anything wrong, and then it's just a bunch of people going, "Ah, oh, you suck."
0: <laughs> yeah, that, I mean that's social media in a nutshell. Though was just I think, <laughs> and I think wanted that earlier, which is you know, it's like hey uh, hey Tom. Yeah, you suck, man. All you right. suck. Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah, and back then, without social media, they still had it. Fucking, how many reviewers would see a fucking movie and bash the actor? I mean, even Siskel and Ebert, there was like, uh, I can't remember which actors they disliked, that no matter what they were in, they fucking hated their gut. And Robin Williams went through through that shit. Like, no matter what he did and how he did it, People would always criticize him. Yes, it wasn't done immediately, or it was done immediately, but he didn't find out about it until the following day when the newspapers and news articles and reviews came out. But the damage is the damage.
1: I, yeah, but I mean, Robin Williams uh, suffered from depression for a very long time. Yeah, most probably because of of a lot of the things people said about him in articles and stuff like that. But you think about you think about that with someone younger where they're getting all of that information a lot sooner so if they're if they're going through some kind of mental health issue and they're just constantly being bombarded by that that stuff you know like it it's only a matter of time where like the suicide rates just uh rise in like younger younger generations you know because it's just something they cannot handle
0: yeah and and I, i think and i think to that point jay i think there has been studies that have proven that like a, a an analogous uh, correlation between uh, the rise of social media and popularity and the suicide rates of of teenagers. So you know, oh well, Jesus Christ, did it die? Anywho, um, yeah. So I, I'm I'm not too surprised to. I, I'm. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if there was even like even more stuff that that was kind of like that fed into that. Um, moving on to light lighten the topic a little bit. Juan, you you had another thing you want to talk about, which is essentially like your
2: bucket
1: list item. Now, no, but well, oh, that's ri- that's gonna lighten the the topic. Well, I mean, I, I think only we, because before
2: we do our shit, you should proclaim who the fucking gauntlet winner is because we're not doing it this week. I would proclaim it, but I feel like I proclaimed it last week. Well, normally we. You'd- we do. Leave, you did. Tune in until our final episode of the day who won. But it's Well, obvious, you lost. Yeah, no, well, that's because you cheated. You, you lost. Cheated.
1: Yeah. You lost. I came in second, and Sean was the clear winner of this gauntlet.
0: By I finally have a points? gauntlet under my belt. Um, well, uh, I, I finished the gauntlet with 20 points this season. Jay finished uh, very close behind at 14, and Juan, you finished at 7, and 6 of those were pity points.
2: Oh, fuck off. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, you did
0: through pity. You earned them through
1: pity. I pity you. I pity the la- fool. Like the last time when he cheated. Yeah. When
2: when did I
0: cheat? <laughs> you, here we go again. The circle is complete. Yeah, I won um, my
2: gauntlet fair and square. W- what was the first gauntlet to begin with?
0: Uh that's when we were doing uh One Must Go. Oh yeah,
2: yeah.
1: yeah that's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah.
2: No, yeah. that was the second gauntlet, wasn't it?
1: No, that was the first one. We started yeah. doing uh um songs or movie songs, the next one. Yeah. And no, we've done and, like three games, or, or and, and Juan cheat Juan cheated on the last one.
0: Yeah, you cheated. You you Googled it or Alexa Wait, did it or did whatever. I win,
2: did I win last one or
1: I thought Jay No won. you cheated and you, you cheated and
0: you still lost. Oh yeah. Fuck yeah. J yeah. J won. Jay has won the last two. You won the first one. Jay won the, the next two. Uh, you cheated and won, and then I, this is the first one I've won. So I think this is our fourth or fifth gauntlet, if I am if I am
2: keeping up. I'm, I'm kind of curious up, to see what our, our, our new gauntlet is going to be.
0: Uh, so that I can keep winning, it'll be the same thing and the same songs, and I'll pick the same numbers. I have a plan. I'm going to walla Desma this.
2: I think that I think that in the spirit of Eminem in the game, we should do diss or praise, and then we get random stories, and we try to figure out, are they dissing them or praising
0: them. Juan, if you want to put those... Uh, those articles together, absolutely. We we can do that. Yeah, Juan. If, if you can figure out the scoring, find the articles, put them in the folder, do all
2: that, then yeah, man, I'm all for it. How many untouched songs do we have? Uh, I don't know. You do you want
0: me to look right now? Um. I think we do another gauntlet of songs. <laughs> this guy. Oh, all of a sudden and now there's work for you to do. You want to all of a sudden not do it. How how can you
1: What a what a lazy fuck. Yeah, man. Again. Work we produced smart this Not of- hard. You're not even working smart, stupid. <laughs> I am. I'm letting somebody no, else you do just, it. Yeah, you just Yeah, you're a lazy fuck. Oh, dude. how many
2: fucking gauntlets have you put together, asshole?
1: Well,
0: Juan, I mean, the point <laughs> I th- I think the point that we all know here is that you don't uh you don't produce any show notes
1: yeah you don't do much on this podcast really
0: you show up you talk
1: we give you a minute and even those minutes are like
0: (laughs) yeah i i mean we gave you like two weeks warning that you're gonna have a minute too you could have talked about anything but you talked about circuses like eight times i do
2: like circuses though
0: (laughs) yeah um
2: in fact circus vargas is in town john but no animals
0: yeah that seems like some information i don't I don't really care about if I'm being uh, 100% honest, <laughs> but Hey, that's all right. I'm very excited because uh dragon ball, super superhero comes out. It's going to be dubbed, comes out on what's uh, that? something for only cool kids. Okay. Cartoon it comes out. A movie. It's a cartoon movie, man, but it comes out tomorrow. So I got that going for me. Um, you
1: know, I'm not a fan of dragon ball Z.
0: Oh man. So good. It's so good. It's not for it, everybody, but
1: it's I, I know it's funny. Um, I had, done the uh the show at the burbank comedy festival and i was walking with my friend to the elevator and he's he was talking about that dragon ball z movie that's coming out and i told uh and we'd gotten in the elevator and then uh he goes i said i'm not really a big fan of dragon ball z and this stranger in the elevator turns and goes but have you guys watched akira (laughs) (laughs)
0: well i mean that would be the only other that's like the that's the anime guy like if you that's the guy he's like if you don't know anything about anime you shut your mouth because akira akira is a guy you know what i mean like yeah yeah yeah. he was an older guy he
1: wasn't yeah what you wouldn't know uh he was an older guy and it was just like dragon ball was after his time and he's still like. have you guys watched Akira?
0: <laughs> like You guys don't know nothing because Akira started it all. I mean, he's not wrong, but it's just, uh, it's always the, it's the trump card. It's the, it's like. Yeah,
1: yeah. It's the be all. <laughs>
0: yeah. It, it's, it's the anime community's Dark Knight. You know what I mean? It's like. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: It's yeah. like, that movie was fucked up, right? Yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah. Uh, there's been so much more anime after Akira that.
0: <laughs> yeah. So it's, uh, you know, it is. Oh God, there's just, there's so much stuff going on, man, that I'm just, I'm just excited that, uh, I'm excited that there is another Dragon Ball movie. That's, uh, I, I personally, I love Dragon Ball Z. It's one of my favorite, uh, one of my favorite animes to have come out.
1: You know, I do, I did like Dragon Ball, um, before Dragon Ball Z because it was funny, you know, Dragon Ball Z just got really serious and they started yelling at each other. And I was like, what is going on? That yelling is the best part, man. Yelling, grandstanding, getting the shit beat out of you is why it's fun. Yeah, I I know. I just I just couldn't get into it. You know, like they were yelling for at least two episodes before they started fighting each other for three episodes, and then.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's uh, yeah, yeah, no, no, that is that is part of it, though. That is that is uh that is absolutely part of it. So, I get it. I get it. Juan, you, I know for a fact don't watch any anime. So,
2: I know. I when I was a kid, I watched the entire series of Dragon Ball. Um, got a little bit into Dragon Ball Z, and then uh, they weren't airing it in Mexico. And then I only knew that there was Dragon Ball Z and then Dragon Ball GT. Um, But we we don't talk about Dragon Ball GT. Why is that? It's uh, it's it's
0: they skipped it in Dragon Ball Super. It was a weird, different. uh, It wasn't made by the original creator of Dragon Ball. So it's not looked at as uh, as canon.
2: Uh, But yeah, uh, I did watch that. Uh, I also watched Sailor Moon. And uh, there was who was your favorite
1: Sailor Scout. (laughs) Moors.
2: sailor jupiter i watched it in spanish i didn't um, i never really I, dug it to be honest but why'd you watch it
1: yeah why did you watch it um because he, he, he it was, was watching for those transformations right after, man
2: uh dragon ball z and then it was dragon he ball was watching, z sailor moon caballeros del zodiaco and then they re showed dragon ball z so i watched what
1: was it, it in And a time in your life when you started getting boners. Yeah, he was
2: watching it for those uh, sweet Sailor Scout
0: silhouettes during the transformation. (laughs)
1: Something's (laughs) happening in my pants. I don't know what's happening to me.
0: (laughs) Did she start praying at that point? I I think I'm dying. I got a and mortis in my dick. I
1: can't walk when I watch Sailor Moon. Red Rocket. (laughs) <laughs> oh
0: sweet jesus oh man <laughs>
1: juan
0: juan if you want i can give you a minute of juan sense but i feel like you know we we've uh we've done it we've come to the uh juan i don't know if you know this but you are on mute
2: i said i had a minute of juan sense but after jay's comment i don't want to so
1: fuck you yeah it's probably <laughs> not going to be great anyway yeah, no it but no, now we'll never know fuck you i don't want to hear you, you. I don't want to hear you G'day, get G'day, angry at circus is not coming back
2: to. Yeah, I was more petty. <laughs> it was people not dressing up for the theater anymore. Oh God, no! What do you mean? Like you mean? Wait, wait! You mean like people who go out on like dates not dressing up to go to the theater? Listen, <laughs> I was a theater person in high school. I was taught anytime you go to hold the on, theater, hold on.
0: Can you can, can I can I at least play the music first if you're gonna like rant on this for a little bit?
2: Introduce him. That's what playing the music is. No, he goes <laughs>
0: uh, and. Juan, and it's part of the music, isn't it? Well, Juan, it, I, I think now is your
2: turn. And now, for a it minute is, of complete it's and utter that's nonsense. part of the inter- 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 you've been warned. So, like I was telling you, uh before you rudely interrupted me with my own music, um no, this is Juan and company. just shut the fuck up and we, let me do no. it because you you only give me a minute and I'm putting it down for you.
0: And that is <laughs> a minute of one sense.
2: Thank you. So, so now back to our Again, like I was program. telling you, when when as a theater person, I was taught that anytime you go to a theater, you dress up. You it's a shirt and tie at least, minimum. You not not asking you to wear a fucking tuxedo or a suit, but a shirt and tie. It's kind of like when uh the the football players or the sports p- uh, players dress up for No, I'm being serious. <laughs> like I w- it, it's it's sad, but people don't dress up for the theater anymore. Like I went to see Moulin Rouge this past Tuesday, and a guy was there in basketball short, shorts and a T-shirt. And the, you know what? Screw you. Dress <laughs> up, man. Have some self-respect. Um, do, 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 do. <laughs> are you? Are you done? Is that the? Uh... Screw you. Yeah. Just, just go go done. <laughs> go 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 done. Me me me. one done now. I'm done. Just dress
1: up. You heard him, folks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everyone. If you're going out to the theater, make sure you put on your best suit. <laughs> no, That's come right. on. It's not old timey. It's
2: just, and I'm not saying a suit. Just never mind. Never mind. Make sure
1: you're wearing your hat and your tie. <laughs> Ladies, make sure you're wearing your finest bustiers.
0: <laughs> uh, they have tickets on sale, man. And uh, I mean, it- Anybody can buy those tickets. I if this if I if some guy can show up wearing basketball shorts, and I definitely don't have to dress up. I mean, they let him in, Juan. They let him in. So whose fault is it? Is it his fault or the people who let him in?
1: I'm gonna go to the theater wearing a speedo and socks,
0: uh, <laughs> just like Borat. <laughs> yeah, Juan. I, I guess. Yeah. I mean. Are you done, Juan? You're done. You're done. No, listen.
2: Yes, I'm done. I'm done. Okay.
0: Well, everybody, um, I'm glad that Juan's done. Thanks, man. Uh, Well, that's the end of this season. Uh, Do you think that social media is going to be the downfall of this society? Do you think that Tom Holland's ever going to recover? Do you think he's still fucking Zandaya? Is that why he's so depressed now? Do you think Juan is ever going to make any sense during Juan sense? Tell us. We want to know,
1: and most importantly, make sure you wear your finest three-piece suit to the theater. That's also true. It's not
2: yes, a three-piece finest- suit. It just dress up, man. Have some self-respect. Anyways, um, don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes. You can find us on any of your uh, social media platforms, uh, which is the Devil Facebook, Amazon, Instagram, and Twitter. Our handle is at I- incycshow. You could email us your suggestions or comments, INCYCshow at gmail.com. Or you can leave us a voicemail. Just follow the link in our show notes at uh, www.anchor.fm forward slash INCYCshow. We also have merchandise, uh, a lot of merch uh, in partnership with lindamyra.com. Get your very own I'm Not Crying, You're Crying uh, shirt. Just follow the link in the show notes. And if you don't want to wear a shirt like... uh, the rest of us, uh, they have other cool merchandise that uh, you can buy from them. Thank you, guys. And seriously, dress up for the theater,
1: guys. And if you're curious about what you're supposed to wear at the theater, make sure you email Juan de Desma, and he'll tell you what's appropriate. And if you don't wear the right outfit, the Juan monster will come out and criticize your attire. On social uh-huh. media. And you'll know instantly. To your face.
0: <laughs> to, to your face on social media. Well, Good night. We did it again. Here's the season seven. Juan, 18 more episodes, and you have a dick to eat, bro. Congratulations. Congratulations.
1: Goodbye, Jizz. <laughs> Goodbye, z- Jizz. Z-
0: z- z- he's embracing it. It's happening. No. Juan intelligence. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God.
2: Just and Ziz. Ziz. <laughs>